Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. If you're just joining us, uh, heartbreaking news today that uh, Utah has a new Gold Star family and a Gold Star community. Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover uh, perished in the blast at the Abbey Gate uh, to the Kabul airport yesterday in Afghanistan, uh, giving the last full measure of devotion. And uh, if you missed our previous conversation, I think Representative Blake Moore, uh, in a very real and and raw and powerful moment, uh, reminded all of us uh, that Staff Sergeant Hoover was part of evacuating 111,000 people who will go on to live lives of opportunity, of excellence, who will make a difference uh, in so many different ways. And that is part of Staff Sergeant Hoover's legacy, uh, all of those that he helped evacuate uh, in a incredibly difficult situation. Uh, and we mourn with his family and friends and community, the newest gold stars, Uh, And we will mourn with them, we will stand with them, and we will continue to give you updates and details as those become available as we go through the afternoon here on KSL News Radio. Uh, Just in thinking through the the day today, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, I think, uh, may have said it best uh, in times like this, that you, you really do gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You must do the thing which you think you cannot do. And that kind of strength and courage and confidence, uh, those are attributes long desired by those seeking success or a better way to, of living and life. Uh, they're not characteristics that are easily, easily obtained, and they're not just awarded for just showing up. These are not participation trophies, things like strength and courage and confidence that Eleanor Roosevelt described at a very dark time in our nation's history. Uh, The only way to gain the traits of strength, courage, and confidence uh, is really in the the challenges of life and businesses, in the trenches and foxholes of daily living. And she was right. Uh, We we have to stop and we have to look fear in the face. Uh, Society today often attempts to to manufacture or bestow those kinds of things, but uh, they do them like participation trophies. They do it without merit. Far too often, our school systems are overzealously attempting to instill self-esteem, uh, award students just for showing up or for trying, uh, sometimes simply for thinking about trying. And unfortunately, in the real world, world rewards uh, come only based on real action, measurable results, outcomes. And the same applies whether it's a an individual, an organization, a government. Uh, surely a sports franchise can't be rewarded just for their preparation. Uh, A doctor's not going to be compensated for good effort in the operating room or a computer program cannot be praised for simply learning the code, uh, just as an entrepreneur can't be honored for simply uh, talking a good game. So while trophies, awards, recognitions without real results 
Uh, they do ring a little hollow. In the end, they don't help. They often hinder uh, the recipient because you can begin to embrace uh, a false sense of confidence, and that's never going to carry through real challenges. I think one of the tests for our country is uh, I don't think we were ready for this week. And results matter. And when it comes to the development of powerful, meaningful attributes like courage, like strength, like character, you have to earn it. Uh, You can't just put it in a PowerPoint slide and hope it all happens. Uh, Hope is important, but hope is not a strategy. It's results. It's outcomes that matter and make the difference. And we have to get to that. Uh, We have to stop and look fear in the face. I think we're looking it in the face regardless uh, of whether we want to or not this week. Uh, It is there, and it is real. And it seems to be becoming an increasingly dominant force in our lives and in the lives of many around the world. And you look at the current fears of uh, hurricanes moving up, uh, earthquake in Haiti, everything going on in Afghanistan, and, of course, the tragedy today with Uh, Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover, uh, who lost his life. Uh, He is from uh, Daggett County, and uh, that is a Gold Star community uh, in Daggett County, and that is a uh, a special group of people out there. And uh, we send all of them, uh, family and and others, who had a connection to Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover. Uh, Those are all uh, vital things. Uh, And so as we we wind things down today, uh, we do have to keep looking fear in the face. And regardless of where it is in the world or whether it's in our own backyards or in between our own ears, uh, we have to face it. And every time we face it, we can step forward. Because the thing we can't do is hunker down and do nothing. We can't cower in the corner. Uh, It just doesn't work that way. Action is always the course past fear. And the reality is, is fear can't stand, and it has to give way. Fear always gives way to action. That's a, that's a universal law. And while the world is filled with fear mongers uh, who paralyze the masses with the, the big news of bad news and who constantly point out the, the downside or the potential risk of taking any action, uh, it astounds me how many are just giving the advice to just hunker down, whether that's to elected officials whether that's to businesses or organizations or communities, just you know, don't don't take a risk. Just just hunker down. Don't face the fear. Don't face the challenge. Just try to write it out. And there there is no security in that. There's no confidence in that. Uh, some people describe fear as a as a deep dark hole, and when you get down in that deep dark hole, you you have to keep moving forward. And sometimes that's very small steps at a time. So sometimes it is, uh, it's actually easier to look backwards. Uh, we've seen a lot of that this week. We've seen a lot of leaders uh, pointing fingers, placing blame, shrugging shoulders, looking back at the past, uh, trying to justify things away. Uh, I've seen that over and over again. Uh, and in many ways, it kind of gets comfortable. And that fear just continues to grow. So Eleanor Roosevelt got it right. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You must do the thing which you think you cannot do. And that's where we have got to get, especially on a day like today. And I would remind everyone that it's far better to lean into the stiff wind of opposition than to hunker down and do nothing. 
And I would also say in honor of Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover, who lost his life, gave the last full measure of devotion, that we honor best those who have gone before by living our lives with excellence today. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us. Go out there today and see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and please, oh please, do something to make a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.